sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica Salda, the queen of team. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Fantastic. Another beautiful morning. <laughs> Dominique Hackett crashes into me. <laughs> this, is what, this is what's been going on, I tell you. Um, had a big birthday over the weekend. Got to thank my, my, my love and respect, ultimate respect, goes to massage. I want to, you're like my body man, okay? Don the body man, Sanders. Thank you so much. He stopped by. Gave me a little surprise, a little bit, a little pre-setup thing, birthday. Then, of course, Christine Marie swings by. I thought she was going to say happy birthday for me. She goes, no, I just knew Don was coming over here, and I want to get some body work. <laughs> then Dana came over and said, I thought, I'm all, like, wanting to be greeted on my birthday all day. But no, Don, it was about you, okay? When Don is in town, the women line up out the front door. What's going on, Don? I'm happy to support in any way I can, you know, uh, unwind all those. I, everyone's smiling. Yes, yes. And, and, uh, everyone make, is smiling. Get everybody feeling back to a good baseline. Good. Well, I also have to sh- throw a I quick so shout out. Happy name. birthday, Erica. But also uh, my you, you don't feel Aww. so bad about it in the 6 All right. My mother on the 17th of September, the past Friday, turned 87 okay nice so she's got you beat that's by, why we get along so good that's right <laughs> by 27 I was a years. mother i was your mother in a different life there you go there you go <laughs> anyway congratulations on making it to that milestone and uh we hope that you have and this is only if you want 60 more Oh, no. Uh, 60 more, I don't know. As long as I have purpose here and, and you know, the universe can use me as it as it will, um, as it wants, I'm here. There you go. And uh, I wanted to just say, I just got a text from a friend of mine. I don't know if, if the folks out there know it, but there's a epic housing crisis, um, especially when it comes to our youth and our kids and our teens. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already at, reached out three times now. Today being the most recent, this is a very close friend of mine who actually knows the basketball player on the girls' uh, gaucho basketball team that is like prayer handsing me. I could just, I could take a snap thing of this uh, 55 prayer hands. Uh, somehow she knows the student that um, needs housing. It, I'm hearing stories that's all over the world. I don't know how um, if our, our kids sleeping in their car. I don't know, but I, I, I maybe Dominique, you, you're pretty much well, on the I, pulse of what's going on. I heard part of the problem is that the uh, previous students, because of the COVID, um, you can't evict order by the president. Uh, previous students are still in the dwellings that new students have paid for. And so now those new students, a lot of them are having to sleep in their cars. Mm. I want to just use, we've been around now for 12 years, have supported, of course, the community, over 24,000 free advertising minutes for all those that we have supported over the last 12 years since we are a teen sports radio show. Uh, if you find or hear or maybe just uh, it, you know, reach out to the uh, AD at UCSB and I'll, I'll work to get uh, his name 
maybe some contact information. I could post it up on our site. Uh, and if you have a room, you know, it's really for love. It, you'll get, you'll, they'll give you a stipend. It's not, it's not a, I know you can rent the room for a lot more money. All right. That's obvious. But we this way we're really helping the athletes and the teens in our community that we've supported for over a decade now. And we are a community show. So maybe one listener out there, um, Dominique and I will be, um, we just lost, I just need a down day cause I'm still emotional about losing our Nico after mm-hmm. all through high school and two years of city college. We moved him yesterday or not yesterday. Um, two days ago, we moved him to UC Irvine and, uh, but getting the room all fixed up and painted and everything for the next, I think this is part of my ministry, I guess. We've, since my kids uh, took off to college, I have to, I've always taken kids. So it just is a reminder for my mom who came over as a young uh, woman, and they, my parents needed a break, and um, it's just my way of giving back. So if anybody out there has some space, please. So it was in the Santa Barbara Independent. The uh, dean says... UCSB course shortage at crisis level. So it says undergrads looking for, um, yeah, there's all sorts of difficult things going on with the university campuses and trying to deal with COVID. So, uh, Oh, right. Because they, they can't house as many. You can help out is really appreciated. Well, isn't it too, that they can't house as many students as they used to. There used to be two, you know, three, four students in a room. Now there's maybe one or two, right? Correct. Yep. Yep. Oh, that's because that was a, it's a COVID mandate. Yes. Is that what that is? Okay. Yep. Got yep. it. Got it. Doesn't matter if everybody's vaccinated. No. <laughs> Just uh-uh. saying, what's the rules? It, it doesn't. If you so. have one unvaccinated person, you're only allowed two. If there were four, I don't know what the law. Just no, there's, okay. there's no shift. <laughs> okay, not a big shift. All right, so again, I just wanted to do some tidiness on that. Um, we've got a huge show. I want to talk a little bit. Uh, since we opened the door about the vaccine, uh, we have a not mentioning any names. Two of our friends right now are having bad reactions towards it. So um, I know that there's different. I have just so happens we have healers in the room and um, Richard Ellsworth is going to be joining us soon. So I want to talk about that when Richard gets there. Dominique, what do you want to talk about? Uh, supporting the immune system. So immunity is an inside job. Definitely. And all the different things we can do to support our immunity and the basics. Um, actually, Dr. Fauci talked about the basics of supporting the immune system at the very beginning of our COVID epidemic. He talked about sleep, mm. sunshine, exercise, good food, and clean water. Those are the basics of supporting your immune system. All right, cool. Well, wheels up. Let's take a break. We've got some new commercials. We'll be right back with more after these messages. And this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Okay, we are back again. We've got Dominique Hackett in the house with Christine Marie, of course, our producer, Richard Jugan, and Dawn Sanders. And I just wanted to open just the floor. Again, this is not a political discussion of whether to take the shot or not, not take the shot. We're just talking about 
if you ever had, if you had the shot, we know of a few people right now who are affiliated with our show, who are co-hosts, who are having reactions to the shot. So we want to help. So if you decided to take the shot, great. I'll drive you there if you wanted to get the shot. But what if you're not feeling that hot one, two days after or soon after? So let's go around the room and see if we can help. So, I mean, basically, you're supposed to be, you know, having conversations with your healthcare provider. That's number one. And then number two is you treat yourself as though you have the flu. So that means bed rest. That means lots of fluids. That means that um, you don't do this alone. You want to, you know, talk to your family members and let them know what your symptoms are so that somebody's checking in with you at least every four hours. And the main problem that most people have is they forget to drink. And so they get dehydrated. Mm -hmm. And most frequently, that's how people end up in the hospital, whether they have the flu or any kind of uh, reaction. Um, It's fluids. Fluids are really important. So if you can sip even just warm water, is really fantastic. Don, you've got some ideas too. Yeah, I agree with you totally about the hydration. And I also think it's important that, you know, I had the, the J&J one shot and I had no really reaction. And, and uh, but just as a baseline for your immune system, I think it's really good to cut down on your sugar intake. I think it's really important to cut down on your distractions from different kinds of blue light screens, TVs, you know. So if you can, if you can just use it for business and get your priority items done and don't spend so much time on there with entertainment and other other kinds of things. I think that's really really Im- important. And then just um, all the different kind. Of, I'm Richard Ellsworth could speak better to this, but or more more comprehensively to this. But I always like. I always carry around some elderberry lozenges and things that I can do right. that I, I I know. I mean. The, yes, there's a pandemic and a life-threatening potential out there, but I haven't even gotten a cold during this because, you know, I've been taking better care of just the basic preventative health concerns. I will yeah, tell, I have, go ahead, Christine. I should say, yeah, I have too. I haven't, I haven't gotten a cold. And anytime I feel like I might be getting a cold, I, I end up drinking water, resting, um, you know, doing some other things. And one of the things I've done for the last several months is really gotten myself out into nature on a regular basis in the mornings. I do. I actually do a beach walk every morning yeah. um, at about sunrise. And funnily enough, I go barefoot <laughs> and people look at me like I'm crazy, but I've got all these blankets now. It's, it's chilling up. I've got, you know, I'm covered I'm up top, but I just have to have my feet in the water. And it feels it feels fine to me and I'm not getting sick. I think it's really important to connect in with nature and and the negative ions and all of those sort of things are really, really very helpful for our immune systems. And I think what you are doing and what Don is doing, uh, reducing our stress level, which is what you're yeah. doing, Christine, uh, does a great deal along with uh, uh, consume, you know, taking in as much as many fluids as you possibly can, uh, diluting whatever's going on in there, flushing out the toxins, but also not generating more toxins through the stressors. Whether <laughs> and if you're watching television, listening to the radio specifically, specifically news uh, in that regard, turn it off. Don't don't yeah. because that is going to generate a lot more a lot of those toxins in your body. You, you wouldn't think so, but that's what stress does. So getting out in nature, walking barefoot so that your feet, if you can, your feet are touching Mother Earth and connecting to that energy. That goes a long way. That really does. Yeah, and, 
I just want to mention the thing about, you know, staying away from media. There's a lot of fear. People are very afraid and there's yes. a lot of things that are happening in the media to make us, not make us afraid, but people are expressing fear. And then that resonates with more fear on us and it catches the fear in our own systems and we mm-hmm. get more scared mm-hmm. and then we get more toxins in our system. And so I, I do, it does very much help me to go to the beach and not listen to those certain things. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to say that I did hear that a new vaccine is going to be coming out called the Novavax, which is towards the end of this year, beginning of the new year. That is a very traditional, very traditional um, vaccine. It goes back to the old school type of vaccine, even more old school than the J&J. Um, mm-hmm. It doesn't involve DNA or RNA. And so that's, if there's something, you know, for your systems, I, for myself, I'm very, very sensitive to things. And so I have opted not to take the, the current um, vaccinations because I'm afraid of reactions that are going to happen in my own body that are very painful. Um, so, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting to see what that next one's going to look yeah. like. <laughs> and I think, too, that everyone has to, uh, obviously, as, as even Erica has said, make up their own mind and, and, uh, and, and everyone else needs to not pass judgment on whatever that decision is. Um, I've found too, and I'm not sure I haven't tested this. I don't think I don't know, but I'm sure that other Reiki masters would probably say that let's just say for the sake of argument that prior to your getting vaccinated, if that is your choice, you just kind of do a little self healing in that process that whatever is going to be coming into your body will be for your best and highest good and go ahead and do that. And then and then just keep moving forward and do the things that we've already talked about, like what I mean, I love, Christine, what you're doing in terms of walking barefoot on the beach and and uh, getting your feet in the water and so forth. Uh, I want to know, though, if you are going to be doing that in December and January when the water is really cold. Yes, because I'm acclimating <laughs> myself right now. But what I wanted to talk about or just mention before what you mentioned um, D, uh, Dr. Richard, mm-hmm. is that um, sovereignty is so important. Sovereignty, our internal sovereignty and trusting ourselves. You know, I have a friend who's, who's been feeling very pressured by her family, even though she doesn't feel right. And I said, you, I will support you in doing whatever you need mm-hmm. to do as long as you're doing it for you and you know what's right with your body and you're trusting that information and that message in your system. Um, I think it's really important not to be pressured or to allow ourselves, even with some of the negative pressures that are coming out again, it will help to be out in nature and de-stress. <laughs> exactly. And one of the things it, it, that, that, that one of the things that I said to my wife 20 years ago when she was diagnosed with cancer I asked her point blank, uh, do you want to live or do you want to die? Uh, I may not like your choice, but I will support you in it. See, we don't have to like somebody's choice, but we certainly don't have to condemn them for it. We need to support them in that choice, especially like what you were talking about, Christine, having adverse reactions to it. We need to be there for that person like Don would be there or anyone else, myself, uh, sending uh, healing energy through Reiki and so forth uh, to support you in moving through that process. Erica. Well, I just wanted to remind teens that um, part of what we're embracing in society is no segregation. I mean, that's what the 60s were all about. It was no segregation. We are an integrated community. And as an integrated community, we've gone through 
flu pandemics. We've gone through all sorts of different pandemics, but we want to stay integrated and and know uh, we want to we want to welcome everyone and know that immunity is an inside job. Yes, we've had Dominique and I have had many conversations with people and the first questions that are asked of us if we have been vaccinated and the answer very full disclosure is no and again dominique and i are not going to participate in any any kind of segregation, no segregation. whatsoever however we have two six foot tables and if somebody is in need of visiting you could wear a mask. We could sit six feet apart. We love you. Um, you don't want to hug. We don't have to hug because at the end of the day, this isn't a. You're telling me what you're going through because I'm not going through this, mm-hmm. and, and Dominique isn't going through this. We're here to support the community and whatever decisions uh, a person makes. That's that's what unity is, right? That's what leadership is. Yeah. I don't. It's not, it's about staying in your own lane. Yeah. And and we, we we could be in alignment to the left and to the right. We don't all agree on this panel about things, and but the difference is we respect one another mm-hmm. completely. By the way, okay. uh, just adding one more yeah. element to this equation uh, with what Christine is doing, what Don has suggested, what you folks have suggested in terms of uh, taking care of your physical body, uh, whatever you can do, and I. I don't have any statistics or any information, facts to back this up. All I know is that if we will do everything we can to strengthen our immune system, which was designed initially to fight these things off, then, you know, it's not to say that we... You know, we're going to be immune to these things, but at least our immune system will help us get through it maybe quicker uh, with fewer severe side effects and this kind of thing. Whether whether it's the virus, whether it's the shot or anything else, like you were saying, no cold. If you have cold. Yeah. If you haven't had a cold, that means that you've got a heck of a great immune system. You've really strengthened it. Yeah. yeah, if teens just know uh, immunity is an inside job. That's it. That's it right there. Absolutely. Exactly. All hey, right. all right, let's do this. We've got a couple of minutes, but I want to take a, a shorty since we have more content towards uh, when Richard gets back in the house because he's got a couple of things he's going to talk about, and I want to give him some more time. So let's take a little break. Wheels up. We'll be back in two minutes and two seconds. Well, now. Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Welcome back to Teen Sports Radio. Whoa. Well, what I have in school is 
procrastination. And amazingly, my mom is getting ready for her trip. Uh, she's delayed it for two years, but she's finally doing a trip to Europe. And I watched her procrastinate on packing. Really amazed me because uh, my mom is, I mean, technically 21 years older than I am. So we're talking about an older person procrastinating who normally doesn't procrastinate. So I just wanted to bring up that procrastination is normal. Not only is it normal, but there are a lot of psychologists suggesting that you don't actually want to get rid of it in this way. Procrastination causes our brains to hyper-focus because our adrenaline kicks in the closer we get to a deadline, mm. and that hyper-focus is sometimes able to produce a better paper, a better essay than what we might have produced if we had a long time that we were dwelling on it and we kept changing it back and forth, changing it back and forth. So not to fear, if you are experiencing procrastination, there are a couple of things that you can do so that you don't get stalled out and never start. And the first thing that my kiddos have taught me about procrastination is you break it down. So as soon as you realize your procrastination has literally uh, stalled you to a fright where you haven't even started, grab a piece of paper. And what you want to do is list all the steps, including the little, miny little processes, clearing your desk so that your desk can hold the books that you need in order to research the paper that you're trying to write. You want to create your, your processes so that... Do you want to switch places? Yeah. Oh, uh, you want to create so. the processes so that um, it takes the panic out of your in instincts and your body says, oh, we can do this. I know this little micro step. It is something I recognize and I know how to get this done. Mm. So um, that's the number one is writing down little micro processes. The other thing is visualize the goal that you have. So if your goal, you, you want to see yourself submitting your essay, submitting your assignment on time, and getting a good grade. And you want to feel really good about that. So holding that vision and having that vision being important to you will help you with the momentum to get the ball rolling. And then um, there is also uh, some people schedule work time and then they schedule reward time. So some people have suggested work for like 45 minutes on a project and then give yourself at least 15 minutes to do something that you really enjoy. And then you go back to the cycle of working again and then take a break and reward yourself with some off time. So those are a couple of different things to work with in regards to procrastination. But the main thing is you don't aim for perfection. The enemy of good enough is, uh, let's see, perfection is the enemy of good enough. And good enough is good enough. So that's the goal that you're going for. Not perfection, but good enough. Anyone else have some ideas about this wonderful beast that we all struggle with called I, procrastination? I, I have a question. I have a question. Uh, it, what is the difference between your suggestions and, of course, your admonition that procrastination is a good thing and as a student uh, cramming at the last minute? Christine. 
Go for it. You're an educator. Um, it's a cramming last minute. Well, one of the things I wanted to say that came to mind as you were speaking, Dominique, is that rhythm replaces strength, which means that if we get to something in our rhythm bodies, no matter how, you know, whatever age we are, as a kindergarten teacher, well, I did the same thing all the time. And the kids were used to it and they knew I didn't I didn't have to tell anything. I just rang a bell or I just said a certain sentence and everybody knew what was happening next and just would do it. And people would be like, wow, how do you do that? I'd be like, it's all in the rhythm. Right. And I think with our lives in general, too, in my early 20s, I really learned about that, especially when I went to college and I started to have a really rhythmical life. I didn't have a rhythmical life before that as a teenager. I had more of a chaotic growing up. And so I think in implementing our own structures and our own rhythms as, as, as soon as we can in our lives, no matter what age we are, especially as a teenager, to say, okay, I'm going to eat breakfast or I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, despite what's happening in my life around me. Um, that really helps. And also what I learned in college for myself was um, I would say, I would call it the law of perfect timing with papers because I would do my reading and I would do, I went to classes and I did the things that needed to be done, but sometimes there, I did procrastinate papers, but there was something happening in my own brain structure that where I had done the reading, I knew what the thing was about. I would think about it sometimes. And then, and I, I did procrastinate, but somehow a paper would come fully written out of my brain and into my computer. But let me tell you, I only had a typewriter in the beginning of my college years. Then I had a Mac, one of the first Macs in the last two years. And so once that Mac, it changed everything because I could just throw everything out and then rearrange it. And so I think there's this, there's a thing with procrastination, you know, um, especially when we're in college or in high school, we have a lot of things on our plate when we're in school it's, you know, trusting the process of things, getting a rhythm set with ourselves and then just and, and, and doing whatever it is we need to do to get it done. Yeah. And, and so those rhythm is uh, the rhythm of those micro processes. Mm -hmm. And that's what a lot of psychologists recommend. If you focus on the satisfaction of your overall vision of what you're trying to get done, and then you get used to the rhythm of these micro processes, mm -hmm. you'll find that the procrastination you do experience will not be so overwhelming and you won't get frozen in time. You'll actually complete the thing you're trying to complete. <laughs> right, right. The structure in college itself or in high school itself is that we're at the classes at these certain times. And then what we do with our time on our own time, how do we structure that time? How do we get a rhythm into that? And if we do that, then our brains get in that and we have the capacity to you know, it's, oh, it's just this time in your brain. Our brain will just click in. What say you, Richard Ellsworth, who just joined us? Well, um, uh, Richard, uh, Dr. D mentioned cramming for exams. And uh, before you give your thoughts, I was just going to add uh, in yeah. what I was seeing for the Series 7 to take uh, the big test to become a stockbroker. I was told cram, but the night before the exam, do not study. I was told to go to the movies. I was told to totally relax. Don't open my books and just totally relax. And that the next morning, what I what I did when I went to my test, I had a piece of paper and I wrote down all the things that I had memorized in order to categorize a lot of information. I wrote down all my memory tables on a piece of paper and then I took my test. So, Richard, can, we're talking about procrastination 
Um, can you, would you like to add a few cents in? Because you've done a lot of studying to help teens with procrastination and maybe <laughs> even cramming for tests. I thought you were going to say I do a lot of procrastination. <laughs> and I do. I do. I'm, I'm probably the world's biggest procrastinator, but I, I do get away with it. And um, my strategy that I use is I take every piece of information that I'm learning that I have to spit out on a test or paper or whatever, and I write it down. And when I write it down, it gets it into my subconscious mind so quickly. And one of the techniques that I do a lot, especially if I have a big test that I have to study for, is I'll make a PowerPoint of the material as though I'm going to teach it. And the act of making the PowerPoint gets it into my head. And there's also something about communicating the information to someone else. When you communicate the information to someone else, where you feel like you're the instructor, it now surrounds what it is that you're learning with a sense of confidence, which allows that material to just permeate your brain a lot more easily because there's less resistance in there. So the other thing is you can take that PowerPoint and take that material and try and give it to somebody, you know, and try and and teach a friend or a relative. And, you know, even if they're feigning interest and, you know, you could tell that they, you know, really couldn't care less um, or I guess could care less. I always get that expression backwards. Um, Just that 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 verbal dialogue, that getting it out as though you're teaching, as though you're the expert on that subject is a great way to really get it in your brain. Beautiful. I love that. That is awesome. That's really good chatter right there. Hey, Richard, I know you've got stuff working um, from last week, a little a little uh, carryover from what we <laughs> And I also am going to pop another question to you. So let's wait on that in mystery, okay, <laughs> until, until we go through our messages. We'll be back with more after these messages. Our teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. You're back with Teen Sports Radio. Don Sanders, you had an awesome comment in regards to procrastination. Yeah, I mean, you know, we the somebody mentioned rhythmic the the rhythmic aspect of life a while ago, and thirty four years ago, I was taught to ch- this chant that I still do, Namyo Horinge Kyo, and and there's a macro universe outside us, and we're part of that, and we connect to it like a little cog, you know, two wheels that go together like a cog. So that we we need to be in a more dynamic rhythm to 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 lift our life condition to be able to get us over these humps these sort of self-limiting sort of devilish functions that can make us feel 
like our present circumstances is all we have to work with. There's so much more just right outside of that little box that we feel stuck in. And so uh, everything everyone has said is, is part of that, you know, but there's times when you have to surrender and sort of spiral down. And then, you know, if you, if you punch back too soon, maybe you won't, you won't feel that dynamic or that, 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 uh, you know, uh, uh, confident. So maybe you need to go down to the bottom and kind of bounce. And as you're coming back up, then it's like, ah, I've got, so you need a fresh idea. So, so when you raise your life condition, that's, that's what I do. When I, when I feel like I don't know what to do, then I sit down and chant. And so I'll give you a recent example. We were putting out an intention. I've, I've heard it's a good thing not to just think your intention, but to speak your intention. So yes. we, were, we were coming across the Santa Barbara Channel on an Island Packers boat. Uh, shout out to the fabulous folks at Island Packers. Um, you take you to the Channel Islands. And I was, I'm, I'm chanting on the bow. I'm standing in the bow and I'm like, I want to see whales. I want to see dolphins. So Next thing you know, the boat slows down and the biologist on board goes, okay, right in front of you, watch, there's, there's a humpback whale, you're going to see the spout. Now look over to your right, and the, the water is just churning with dolphins. There was, she said, this pod over here probably has a thousand dolphins in it. And next thing you know, wow. they, 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 they come playing in the bow wake. The humpback whale is breaching and everybody, you know, something we touched on earlier, it's like, everybody just responded with joy. Like this, this humpback would, would do a high arch and then its flutes would come out of the water and everybody in the boat was just going, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and these, these dolphin were just every which direction you couldn't have done it better with CGI. You know, I mean, it was splash, splash and coming up under the boat and then breathing and everything. So, so it's like, that's always there for us just outside that place. We think we're stuck. Mm. That's beautiful. Fantastic. All right. We've got a lot of show. And what I want to do is take another break. And then when we get back, we're going to be having Richard Bellsworth is going to come back with a lot more after these messages. Show. I am your host, Erica Salt of the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. This is Richard Ellsworth with Mountain Sage Healing Arts and the Braille Institute. And uh, today oh, Richard, we... I'm glad you're here. <laughs> you're a little late. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hey, I have a question for you. I know you. We, we're going to set you up for. Uh, Mountain high, whatever you, whatever you want to call it, whatever your, your segment is carrying over from last week. But I, I have a little question for you. Um, in the very beginning of the show, we were talking about the effects if somebody decided to get vaccinated. And again, we're not talking about getting vaccinated or not vac- vaccinated. This show is all about individuality and making up your own mind. But what we do want to do is we want to offer assistance to our teens who have decided to get inoculated, our young adults, uh, senior citizens. We just have had this last week, Dominique and I have had three, four friends 
that have had or suffering side effects from the shot. So we want, as a community show, we want to offer support. So we've had some great um, information from Christine and Dr. D has let, let his thoughts. And we had Don Sanders throw in. So I, you you have a wealth of information. So is there a protocol um, that you've uh, researched or came up with yourself that we can aid the body maybe before, during, or after uh, a vaccination? Yeah, so the real problem, well, I shouldn't call it a problem per se, but what creates the side effects typically from a vaccine are the things that are in the vaccine that are not the actual virus itself. The actual virus itself that is going to make your body develop the antibodies, nothing nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but there can be other things in there that can cause problems. Sometimes they're heavy metals. If, if you're worried about heavy metals, um, cilantro is, is probably one of the best things you can do. And I used to get this jar of uh, cilantro chutney from a local um, Indian grocery store. And the cilantro chutney, you could just take like a tablespoon of that, whether you put it on something, and you just start getting hot flashes in five to ten minutes. Um, and that's that's your body pushing out all of those toxins and processing the heavy metals, all your detox pathways opening up. Um, and the other thing to be concerned about, I mean, because it's it's not entirely known exactly what could be in there. Um, the body processes things out if it has the resources and energy to do so. So a lot of people that, I, that I've found have blocked detox pathways, and that can be why they're, they're reacting. Um, one of the ways to deal with blocked detox pathways is with a supplement that I've, that I've mentioned on here before called calcium deglucurate. And calcium deglucurate... Um, it does this thing where it will stabilize the hormones and metabolize estrogen. And when estrogen is properly metabolized and not in excess, it kind of opens up the floodgate of your detox pathways and it allows things to start flowing out of you. Um, so that's really great. And the other important thing is high fiber diets. If ever you're trying to get anything out of your system, residual effects of anything, it's that fiber, that soluble fiber that's going to push everything through. So when so you're, you're eating food, celery? your body will, will, will heal itself. What What's high fiber? Um, like cel- yeah, cel- celery is a celery, um, apples, apples is a, is a really big one. Um, your resistant starches, so your potatoes, your, your, all your root vegetables, your potatoes, your parsnips, your carrots, your Jerusalem artichoke, your turnips, your yams, all that. So, uh, um, Richard, these, really, those really, things particularly have it. Okay, so Don, I have a question, real quick. Just, just came popped into me. So, if you've mentioned this earlier, um, I had lunch, so I missed it. But um, to recap, did if you were going to say get uh, decided to get the vaccine on Friday, would you get body work the day before? The after the shot or the next day, how how would you recommend uh, a person who really wanted to get you know decided to get the shot but wanted to do everything they could to not to, to support their system and not to have a side effect? Well, I think a lot of a lot of what I've heard with reactions is the second shot to those two shot things. That's what I've heard the most discomfort. Like people have said they've 
they've never had a problem or missed a day of work and they were down in bed and everything. So, you know, you, you're not, if you don't know if you're going to have reaction, you don't want to probably have body work if you're just feeling miserable and you don't want to necessarily be seen or touched. So I would just think that before you go into the whole process, you just get yourself set up by, by, you know, like I said, I'm trying to get you back to a good baseline, like maybe shift down to a unwind to a refreshed baseline. So, then hopefully you go into the process and you get your one shot or you get your two shot or you're going for your booster or whatever it is. And then, and then, you know, we've, we've been talking about building immunity this whole show. So, I mean, hopefully if you're doing some of these things for yourself, then you're going to be more resilient when you come up against whatever the virus is going to do. I mean, the, um, the vaccine is going to do in your body. Right. Well, we technically we're in the fall and I love what Christine's doing, taking those beach walks getting her out there into nature. But I know there's more energy that we can um, share with the community energetically. And um, Christine, this is, this is your world. So what do you want to add? I know there's something else. What else can we do? Okay. Well, this is Christine Marie with a view from the deck. You can find me on Facebook at a view from the deck. If you'd like, I haven't done that much there, but I'm going to be doing more, more teams seems to be coming to me. Um, I recently um, attended a training with some energy worker that I work with. His name is Christoph Melchizedek. Um, he has this, uh, something called the Neo-Shamanic Society. It's kind of going to a different level with energy work. And um, he gave a whole protocol on how to help shift um, what happens with energetically, what's happening energetically with the vaccine. Um, and what's being noticed um, in, the, in the energy work that he's working with is that our chakras are spinning backwards for some reason with the, with the vaccine and that the throat chakra is actually shutting down. And so the, what's been um, uh, the advice has been to really align with what I call the high holy and the holy earth. You can see that line, bright line of light that we are. Like I believe as a human being, I'm a spiritual being having a human experience and I bridge heaven and earth. Right. And so if I'm bridging the high with God and the low with the, or not low, but the earth, you know, the material and the light, just aligning with that and, and protecting myself, filling myself with light and love and seeing chakras. I don't know if you know much about chakras, but they are supposed to spin clockwise. Um, that's a healthy chakra, six inches of clockwise space, kind of like a flower opening up. And we have one, uh, we have them at our third eye, our throat, our heart, our solar plexus, um, right below our belly button. And then our seventh chakra points up and our first chakra points down. And so, you know, the energy and, and there's a whole energetic flow that happens with our systems. And when we are in right energetic flow, that also helps with the immune system of our bodies. So if anybody wants to talk more about that or to, you know, um, you can get in touch with me on Facebook. You can give me a call at 805 805- Three five zero two seven zero five, and I'm happy to, you know, if you're having some reactions, I can, I'd be happy to um, work on this protocol with you and see how it works for you, um, because they're getting a lot of really good um, uh, results uh, the, uh, from the, the training that I did. So, Christine Marie, good job! I do that. I do it. <laughs> That's so awesome, and that kind of flows into. Richard Ellsworth's next topic, because I know a lot of friends, when they're feeling uncomfortable now that uh, cannabis is legalized for adults, a lot of people will just go and relax their body with some cannabis uh, when they're feeling uncomfortable. Um, Can you talk more about that, Richard? 
Yeah, I mean, so there are a lot of a lot of studies that have been done on the effects of cannabis CBD versus THC, and they speak to a lot of different angles. And there's ultimately there still needs to be a lot more research done. Um, what we're seeing, and we we did talk about this a little bit last week. What we're seeing is that. CBD is what is having all of the positive effects and a lot of the negative effects are coming from the THC. But the THC is what is giving you that immediate rush of pleasure, but the, the long-term effects of that are, are, are pretty negative overall. Um, I, I know that, that um, nowadays vaping is, is a pretty big concern. Um, and vaping is, again, it's one of those things that short-term is, is better than, than smoke for sure. But long term, because it's water based, there's more perfusion into the lungs can be more harmful over time. So with any of these things, it's so important to just think about not only the short term effects, which I know are more gratifying in the moment, but to think about the long term effects. And that's that's true with any aspect of our health that we're that we're looking at. Um, I mean, this this can relate to to um, to CBD. It can relate to. Um, it can relate to any of the things that we're putting in our body, whether it's food, whether it's a, a vaccine, to, to think from the mindset of, I have a body that's going to be living for a long time. How can I protect it so that, you know, when I get to a long time away from now, even though it's not in my immediate sphere, that when I get there, I'm going to be my healthiest, most in-tune self. Nice. Well done. I'm just going to go around again. I just want to give my love. Um, the big six. So Don Sanders, you're the man of the week for me. And thank you for serving Christine Marie and uh, Dana Drogi. And there was three others that want to book with you. So uh, Richard Ellsworth, Christine Marie, Dr. D, Don, the man Sanders. God bless you all. Hey, let's make somebody happy today. Mm. See you next week. Oh, wow.